You're listening to The Main Course, where food is serious business. Listen along for insights, strategies, forecasts, and thought leadership from the front lines of food with your host, Barbara Castiglia. Welcome to The Main Course. I'm Barbara Castiglia of Modern Restaurant Management. Today, we're going to talk about business dining, something that was kind of maybe put on pause for the past year or so, but is kind of inching back. So today our guest is Allison Gaelic of DeNova, and she's going to explain to us what DeNova is and talk about business dining. So welcome, Allison. First, kind of explain the DeNova concept. Well, thank you for inviting me, Barbara. I'm glad to be here and thrilled to be talking about business dining in 2021. Um, So DeNova is a business dining network offering our 19,000 restaurants access to business diners at over 465 corporations across the country. These corporations tend to be Fortune 1000s. We also offer dining uh, access to the Department of Defense as well as small business owners. So can you explain a little bit about your background and what your role at the company is? Sure. So I'm the CEO of DeNova. I've spent 25 years in corporate travel procurement and technology. I started out by negotiating airline contracts in my 20s and then moved to preferred preferred hotel and car rental contracts and programs for corporations at various travel management companies, um, which that then evolved into using technology to build more data-driven tools to help corporations find the right travel suppliers for their corporation. So I joined DeNova three years ago Um, as of April, this coming April, uh, to help them grow the business since it was a natural progression in my career uh, in building out preferred dining programs, um, which is uh, now the third largest T&E expense category for businesses. So can you explain, you know, how DeNova works with companies, restaurants, um, and the general public, um, maybe some case studies, examples? Yeah, sure. So um, DeNova has been focused on business dining only, not not consumer, just business dining. Uh, so we work uh, to create a carefully curated network of business-grade restaurants that are corporation and business diners can choose from for any meal or snack, any day part. Um, Business dining happens. It is not just fine dining um, and private dinners. It's uh, it happens at coffee shops as well. Uh, Quite frequently now, as a matter of fact, given the the pandemic that's going on. Uh, So um, that, that can range from, simple lunches to high-end private dining events. Um, But most often the business travel dining is happening uh, while on individual business travel for individual uh, business travelers. Uh, And as far as 
some case studies because we're focused on business dining and business travel. Um, uh, we find that our our analysis uh, on business diners and how they're spending, uh, what their average check may be at a restaurant will range anywhere from 49 to almost 200% more per transaction. Um, we have case studies on our website at denova.com where uh, restaurateurs could download or interested parties could download some of these case studies, but because it's business dining, um, there is uh, a bit more being spent on each transaction. Uh, what we've also studied and conducted case studies on are um, how business diners uh, have a higher level of incrementality and frequency to certain restaurants for business diners. Uh, once you're known as an entity, um, there will be more frequency in business dining at your establishment. And that tends to be during midweek uh, mid sales, Monday through Friday versus over the weekend. As you just pointed out, um, there is you have such an access to data. So how does having all that data help your clients? Yeah, so um, I, on the restaurant side, we're able to help restaurants identify areas of opportunities to gain um, more parity with some of their restaurants. If they have multiple locations, we can help them analyze which locations are attracting the business diners and which locations aren't. Um, we can share with them what corporations are more likely to enter their restaurants and dine in their restaurants or not. Um, all, all kinds of travel trends around um, restaurant performance, um, like I said, uh, incrementality, frequency, um, average check size. Um, are they small business diners, large corporate government? that kind of information we can help them with um, to help you know, enhance their business and their sales. So before the pandemic, business dining was booming. Um, so how has DeNova been impacted by the pandemic? Yeah, so we were significantly impacted um, and in lockstep with our restaurants. Like our restaurants, DeNova had to focus on safety regulations. So we invested in adapting our technology to share with our business diners and corporations the most up-to-date information around regulations and the specific safety precautions that each of our restaurants were taking. Uh, and then I'd say more recently during the holidays, our model and offerings had to change um, from promoting things like mostly private dining and event space at our restaurants to more uh, virtual celebrations with meal pickup and delivery and gift cards and things like that. So what were some of the pain points 
that you were hearing from restaurants at the beginning of the pandemic and and how have they changed? So um, I would say it's it was very uncertain, obviously, in the beginning. Um, we didn't know how long this would last. Uh, our, our restaurants uh, had frequently changing government regulations based on what state or county you happen to be located in. Um, so it was, it really became the ability to adapt quickly to all of these changing new requirements and um, the needs of having new technology uh, that were required in order to stay open. And have any of these things changed? You know, are you hearing different things as, um, you know, as time went on and, um, you know, we're, things are, seem like they're getting back to the new normal now? Yeah. So um, since, since March now, most of the restaurants have invested in technology and new safety precautions. Um, So now the focus is clearly on the vaccine and reopening um, of off or on-premise dining, uh, which is obviously varying by location. So as we start to prepare to open back up, health and safety have to be the our first concern. You know whether you're doing delivery, catering, or or dining in. So it's it's really all about uh, continuing that path of health and safety. So you guys continue to add to your restaurant network throughout the pandemic. So why are restaurants seeking Denova out now, um, you know, when their business has, has dropped off? That's a great question. Um, the, the beauty of Denova is that um, when the business isn't there, uh, there is no cost to any, any restaurant. So uh, Denova and our corporations only uh, get paid on uh, an incentive when they dine in the restaurant. So uh, the the key focus is to, uh, and, and what's been our advantage during this time is restaurants owners and uh, managers have time now to spend on operational excellence and can focus on business dining versus just the consumer as um, as they have been historically during very busy times. So we have this uh, small window of opportunity where folks have a little bit more time and can focus on a strategic operational move. And, um, and there's no cost if no one's coming in uh, from a business perspective, but we do know that will be coming, um, that will be coming back. Denova did and is supporting restaurants throughout the pandemic. So can you talk about um, some of the initiatives you put in place? Yeah, sure. So Denova only exists to direct business dining spend into our restaurant network. That is our main uh, mission and and goal in life. Um, So our goal hasn't changed during that pandemic, uh, but some of our methods had to. So some of those 
been supporting our restaurants and our companies had to adjust. Uh, like I mentioned, sharing information about government regulations, uh, which we hadn't needed to do before, sharing uh, information about safety precautions by each restaurant, by each location, um, how they're implementing that, um, and just getting business diners and travelers familiar and comfortable with what to expect. So a shift on now we are the resource to explain to business travelers and diners what they can expect when they're about to enter that restaurant. Maybe they visited before, um, but now given that the new government mandates are out, um, there may be different precautions that are being taken at each restaurant. So um, our, our promotions also had to change, like our holiday guide and um, promoting things like gift cards and um, takeout and that sort of thing. But on, on top of that, now most recently, there's a new tax legislation out um, allowing 100% uh, of business meals to be deducted. So now our latest uh, uh, informative blog on, on our site and what we're pushing out to all of our corporations and um, government and small businesses is that 100% of their meals will be uh, eligible for deduction. And uh, this supports, obviously, uh, business taking place in restaurants and uh, through restaurants for, uh, for me business meals. Yes, your website has a, a lot of resources uh, for restaurants and restaurant owners to kind of learn about all of this. Um, so what factors will help business dining and travel come back? So what we're seeing right now is we are seeing quite a bit of comeback with the small business uh, segment. So small businesses couldn't shut down and they haven't shut down. Um, and they are performing quite well against previous 2019 levels. Um, government has also started to come back as of the fall, government business dining, and now large corporations are inching along um, as uh, specifically uh, they're inching up in, in spending more on business dining each month since about May. We saw the... Um, the biggest drop in May of 2020, and that has been coming back uh, pretty much each month. And uh, strongest areas are pharma and retail uh, and, and construction. Um, the one uh, opportunity and factor I'd say on the comeback will be uh, with offices either closed, like the big corporate offices either being closed or limiting visitors, uh, we are seeing more of the business dining happening um, in meetings being conducted over meals, meeting up at restaurants where there is on-premise uh, availability. So uh, that is happening. We are seeing also... Um, uh, pharma, for instance, ordering and delivering to different healthcare facilities, things like that. 
Um, so there are pockets of, of opportunity even throughout this pandemic. Um, and we'll move into, you know, 2021 and beyond. So what ways can restaurants encourage business dining? You know, you're, what you're talking about maybe is, um, you know, a little bit more of off-premise. Should they, um, you know, kind of focus menus for, for off-premise, for delivery type, uh, type situation? Yeah, I, that would, that would certainly, um, that's certainly an opportunity, but I would say on and on, on and off-premise does matter, especially coming into 2021 as, uh, Safe as uh, government reopens uh, different states over over time, uh, the the key really is the safety guidelines because whether you're packaging up food for delivery or pickup or dining in, safety is top of mind for all business travelers, um, business diners, especially large corporations. Um, which tend to be concerned about uh, any kind of a risk associated with their traveler or business diner. So safety guide, guidelines, I'd say, are paramount. Um, and then adjusting to the market and innovation is critical, like the contactless delivery um, and takeout. Um, but the, again, I, I can't add enough that business diners must feel safe when they're dining or eating takeout or delivery. Um, so staff training and sanitation practices are key and, and they're here to stay. And would you recommend that restaurants promote this more effectively so that that message gets across that diners can feel comfortable with them? Yes. I, I'd say specifically to um, if, if you're a restaurant that wants to be in a preferred program of a corporation. Um, and as I mentioned, DeNova has 465 of these corporations. Um, they uh, they want to make sure they're recommending restaurants through DeNova that are business grade, uh, taking safety and sanitation seriously, and, and their diners will be safe when they consume food on premise or off premise. So that that's really crucial. Before you mentioned about business meal deductions, um, are there any other ways um, or things that are coming up to kind of incentivize business dining? Yeah. So um, as I mentioned, we have a blog we just uh, wrote up on denova.com, uh, which we've promoted as um, it's part of our job as being the preferred business dining network to all of these corporations and business diners um, to uh, share information on regulatory matters around dining. Um, but we do know that as, uh, as corporations look at um, pulling budgets together and uh, estimating T&E costs and things like that, that uh, as, as long as, you know, with, with 100% deduction associated with business meals, um, there is an incentive to, to uh, 
continue to have have business meetings at restaurants, continue to um, uh, support your team and incent your team by uh, paying for business meals for them when they're working and employee engagement is so critical right now for so many corporations and businesses. So we do believe this will help um, as, as we move forward in 2021. You know, as you mentioned before, pre-pandemic, you know, business dining transactions tended to be a lot higher than non-business dining ones. Um, does that opportunity still exist? Will it still exist in the future? I believe so. Um, you know, when we look at our our uh, during pandemic rates, we do still uh, we do still see a higher average check. Um, so I believe once more regions open up for on-premise and, um, you know, you're able to entertain clients and clients are willing to meet you in restaurants, um, you'll see that higher average check increase and, uh, and stay well above the consumer, um, the, the consumer who's bit more, tends to be more, um, cost driven versus using, you know, an expense account and, and trying to get deals done and celebrate successes with your team, uh, things like that. And business dining do tend to be the drivers for having that higher average check. So what is your outlook for fine dining? Uh, so fine dining, uh, is, is well set up to take on this corporate kind of this corporate connection role where, um, you know, we believe that this slow return to this new normal, uh, restaurants are going to have this opportunity in front of them to become the preferred meeting place for virtual workers and customer interactions. Because many corporate offices uh, plan to stay closed uh, until vac vaccinations uh, reach critical mass or plan to stay closed to outside visitors long term. So if, if the actual office is closing up or staying closed or restricting people coming in, it's creating an opportunity for restaurants to promote themselves as an establishment to support uh, business connections moving forward. So fine dining is very well set up to take that on uh, as it has in the past. Um, but our data is also showing that uh, business dining is happening for all meals and all day parts. So this expected opportunity uh, will occur in limited service and quick service restaurants as well. Um, but absolutely fine dining is well set up, uh, whether it's for private dining rooms or um, quiet dining space, um, intimate dining space to conduct uh, negotiations and um, bring on new, new customers for corporations uh, across the country. Are people kind of playing local and, um, you know, and 
find, doing things in restaurants that are closer to their businesses right now? Yeah, we, we are finding, so air travel, um, has not, not, has not yet resumed, obviously, anywhere near, uh, the levels of 2019, uh, for corporate air travel. So what people are tending to do is rent cars, um, meet with customers and prospects, uh, more local to that customer and prospect. So if that customer or prospect is, Working from their home, we're finding that um, the corporate sales team is renting a car or using their car to drive out and meet that uh, customer or prospect near their home at a local establishment restaurant that is open um, because it is a considered, a, you know, well, it's a open, first of all, because offices are tending not to be open. Um, as quickly, obviously, as restaurants are, and it's it's a safe meeting place. So um, that is happening. That is what we're seeing, and I, I think that's a, a good opportunity for uh, for those restaurants that are able to have on premise in some kind of capacity. So, what is your outlook for restaurants and business travel in 2021 and beyond? It's going to be continuing to grow. So we've seen the last half of 2020 uh, grow each month. We're seeing uh, December was uh, stronger than expected. January is looking positive so far. Um, so we expect growth. We expect growth in business, dining and travel in 2021. Uh, the later half of 2021 will be the strongest. We know that uh, some meetings and events uh, are are being scheduled and happening for uh, the second half of the year. So we expect second half to be much stronger than the first half as the vaccines are um, established and distributed. Um, we'll start to see more and more of that. So I think restaurants, again, have this opportunity to um, to be that meeting place, to be that corporate meeting place when offices aren't open or when people still are working from home and you can meet at the local um, the local restaurant versus, um, you know, flying in and, and meeting at a corporate office and um yeah, and, uh, you know, business dining uh, is still happening around ordering, uh, ordering meals, sending it into clients and employees, celebrations virtually, ordering meals and having them delivered to employees at home or doing pickup incentives, things like that. Um, you know, those are, those are definitely opportunities. I think that'll be here to stay. Um, and, and should be part of a business dining strategy for restaurants. Um, but, uh, we will start to see the, the on-premise come back in, in 2021. And again, much stronger in the second half than, than the beginning, but it's, it's definitely inching up. Do you expect that there'll be a, like a pent up demand for people to, you know, want to go out and, you know, particularly you know, on the, in the business realm. 
Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, the corporations I talk to uh, each day, they say uh, demos, be doing demos and financial analysis online and, and through virtual Zoom calls and, and WebEx calls works great. But the part that they're missing is making those connections, those personal connections with their employees, their prospects, their customers over a business meal. And I do have customers that have had virtual business meals, believe it or not. Everyone's on Zoom and eating together. And um, what they tell me is that does not work very well. Um, so I, I do not expect that to be replaced. I do expect uh, those big celebration dinners to still occur. And um, and I know Denova is very anxious to um, to do some of that celebrating and uh, with our customers moving forward into 2021 as well. Thank you so much, Allison. Thank you.